Hey friends, welcome to the 143 podcast with John and Emily Alexander. We are entering into a season in the church we call Lent. As we did on the podcast during the Advent season, we want to bring 40 days of reflection. Why 40 days? Because ultimately Lent is a time where we honor and remember the 40 days that Jesus spent in the desert, fasting and being tempted by Satan before he began the ministry that God sent him to do for me and for you. So for the next 40 days, we will be reflecting on the life of Jesus, his ministry while on the ground, and ultimately end with the most important event of the Christian faith. No, not his death, but rather his resurrection. Let's call it Daily Reflections of Lent, shall we? Let's begin. On the third day, a wedding took place at Cana in Galilee. Jesus's mother was there, and Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When the wine was gone, Jesus' mother said to him, They have no more wine. Woman, why do you involve me? Jesus replied. My hour has not come yet. His mother said to the servants, do whatever he tells you. Nearby stood six water jars, the kind used by the Jews for ceremonial washing, each holding from about 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus said to the servants, fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the brim. They did so, and the master of the banquet tasted the water that had been turned into wine. He did not realize where it had come from. Thought the servants who had drawn the water knew. They did. Then he called the bridegroom aside and said, Everyone brings out the choice wine first, and then the cheaper wine after the guests have had too much to drink. But you have saved the best till now. What Jesus did here in Cana of Galilee was the first of the signs through which he revealed his glory and his disciples believed him. John 2, verses 1 through 11. Phew, that was long. Thanks for sticking with me. Okay, here are a few things to point out about this story. This was the first miracle ever recorded by our writer, John. He covers six major miracles in his book, and this is the first one. Second thing is we see that this wedding was more of like a week-long celebration of events. To run out of wine is, well, an emergency of sorts. You have thousands of guests, most likely the entire town, and you run out of the very drink that is there to help you celebrate the newly married couple. Mary's concern was for the embarrassment of the people throwing the party. Jesus, come on, you've got to do something. Also, the exchange between Jesus and Mary is quite hilarious to me as I read it on the pages of my Bible. First of all, he calls her woman, which is interesting. And he challenged, you know, why he's asking anything of her. And for some reason, the way I read it is she seems to ignore all that and demands the servants to just do what he says. 
sure. I, I, I'm sure there's all sorts of Greek or Hebrew translations to be had with this one, but we don't have time for all that. So let's just leave it at, isn't that a funny exchange? Jesus stopped to party. His number one desire was not for wine, but for people. Miracles demonstrate God's power, which was a big part of Jesus's assignment here on earth. He allowed for people to witness his miracles so that they may believe. Let's camp here for the rest of our time together. Begs the question, what does the miracle have to do with us? God's deepest desire is connection to us. If Jesus is the manifestation of God in human form, then how he behaves on this earth is something we should pay attention to in our own lives. Jesus performed this miracle in plain sight for his disciples to see, marking the first of many they would witness. He knew they would have to see to believe. Sound familiar? That's us too, right? I need to see first God before I believe. If you heal me, then you really are God. If you bring my child home, then <laughs> you really are God. If you turn the impossible into possible, then I will believe you really are God. But what if we started our day with trust? What if we started our day believing that today could hold a water into wine moment? Miracles happen every day, all day. I want to be awake for them. Mary had an unrelenting faith in, in her son. She didn't see him just as a human son. No, she too knew him as belonging to God. Reminder from our Advent series, there was a brief moment in history when the only people that knew about Mary being pregnant with the Messiah was her and God. She always knew her son would do great things and God knew that all the miracles would lead to that one big miracle, his resurrection. As we get to know Jesus in a much deeper way in the coming days of our Lent devotion, may I remind you to stay curious. As the stories unfold or as we hear him preach, let's continue to work tirelessly to hear familiar stories in new ways. Who do you most identify with in this story? The story of the wedding water into wine. What stands out to you from our scripture today? Stay alert to your answers and see how they inform you in your journey with God today. And remember, it's possible God's going to turn water into wine in your life today. Stay awake to it. Let's pray. Lord, Thank you for the stories we read in your living word. 
Thank you that all these stories we read of you on the ground doing ministry in the name of your Father in heaven have a huge and lasting impact on us. Help us to find it. Help us not to take these stories for granted. Instead, help us to learn from the people who were with you today. I'm grateful for the many moments we see your mother, Mary, stay faithful to her son. I'm reminded today of the importance to remain in you where I find my strength to love my kids well. Whatever the needs are of the people listening, Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus, turn water into wine in their lives, Lord. Thank you for loving us like you do. We love you too. Amen. Thank you.